Welcome back to our fourth episode of Beyond the Spectrum. I am Dream, and this is our family's story. Today, we're going to dive right into when we got the diagnosis. After Mikey was tested, they contacted us after the evaluation, and they confirmed that he was on the spectrum. Um, Once he turned three, the school district would take over his treatment, but up until the age of three, the county provided treatment through the regional center. Um, We got all of our treatment and training and therapies through a place called Hope Infant Program in San Marcos, California. And I'll talk more about that place in later episodes, Um, but they were just amazing angels. The program was just truly remarkable. So the diagnosis, you would think, well, great. Now you have what you needed, right? So it's clear, and now you can start your journey, right? Well, not exactly. Um, There was this huge sense of relief that I'm not crazy. (laughs) I'm not making this up because there's a lot of guilt. Um, it's, it's, It's this weird feeling. It's very difficult to explain Because as a mom that needs to keep convincing people that something is not quite right with your child, when nobody else is seeing it, it starts to make you feel like you're crazy because you have this front row seat and everyone else seems like they're downplaying what you're seeing and it it gets inside your mind. And it makes you start to wonder, am, am I doing this? Am I blowing this out of proportion? Am I making this up? Am I looking for things that just aren't there? Am I being paranoid? Am, am I, you know, uh, comparing him to my older son, like the doctors are saying? You, you really start to think a million things because you feel crazy. Because why are you the only one that can see these things that are happening? And deep down, you you know that you're not. Because you're really not the only one. There are other people that are corroborating this with you. and, and But you're the one that's responsible for your child, right? You're the one that's pushing this. So you start to feel really strange. And when you get that diagnosis, you do. You have a moment where you go, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Okay. I was on the right track, you know? And so you have that, that relief that comes for a split second before fear, because you, you then realize, oh wait, I, I actually wanted to be wrong. I was hoping that I was crazy. I was hoping beyond hope that everyone else was right and that this was just going to all be over with, hey, he's not on the spectrum. You you were overreacting. Um, and then after that comes a tsunami of fear. And when it comes, it just doesn't stop. And you you want to know what's wrong You want to know the underlying issues. We can all relate to this, right? When we go to the doctor and we have symptoms, and of course our mind takes it to the worst place ever. We we don't want that to be the case 
but we just want to know what's wrong um, until we find out what's wrong. And then you're ushered into a whole new era. And it's an era of fear and of worry, um, but you're still that same person. You're still that same person that wanted to get to the bottom of everything and you wanted to get to that healing part. So all these things happen quickly. They, they happen in, in a moment. Um, and you're, it's warring inside your heart and your mind and your emotions are going crazy. But deep down, you know that this is where the healing begins. And another great thing is now that you have this diagnosis, now the other people that are surrounding you and part of your support group can get on board with this reality. And they do, because there's no denying now that this is the diagnosis. And once it's out there, family wants to help. Friends want to be there and they want to know how they can do that best. And it's a beautiful thing because you have this amazing support system that loves your child, loves you, loves your family, and will do whatever it takes to help. But let's go back a little bit because maybe you're here listening to this particular podcast because you have just recently gotten this diagnosis in your family and you just need to pause and connect with someone who gets it. You just need a little validation and you need someone to acknowledge all that you're feeling. And I can tell you what I was feeling and maybe it resonates with you. I was terrified. Um, I knew now that our son was autistic, but what in the world did that actually mean for him? At this point, he was around 12 to 15 months old. Even though he was delayed, there were still other people in his peer group, you know, at church and Sunday school and stuff that we were seeing that were much farther along. And it wasn't just the nonverbal things. He had no connection with people. He had all these repetitive behaviors and he was just expressionless with emotion. Um, and he was often just kind of lost in his own world and staring. And you might be thinking at 12 and 15 months, like who in the world can notice all these things? Believe me, you can. If, if you are a parent of an autistic child, you know. If you are someone that's here just kind of intrigued with this world, believe me, you can, you can tell. Um, so I saw all these things and what it looked like at this age, today. And I, can, I could kind of figure out what it would look like tomorrow. But I couldn't figure out what it looked like six months from now. And then, what about a year? And then, what about... With the first day of school, what about, you know, elementary school and high school? And would he go to college? Could he go to college? What about driving? Would he be aware enough to see, you know, and you just start panicking. Would he need to live with us for his whole life? As far as we were concerned, we were happy to have him forever. But what about him? You know, what about a young man being aware enough to know that he has to live with his parents? What does that feel like? How do I protect his heart? Would he feel less than? Would he be hurting? Would I always be there to help? Because that's what I was doing currently. I was always there to help. Would he know where to go for help if I wasn't there? Would he find a spouse that would know how to love him and help him best? 
Would there be a day when he would need me and I wouldn't be there? Is he going to be lost? That was my worst fear of all. Would he need me and I wouldn't be there and he'd be lost? I felt like I was living a hundred years of fears each moment of each day. It just never went away and it was impossible to live under that burden. And if you're feeling that, I will tell you what was told to me. You can't do that. You just cannot. You can only live in this one day and work with what you see and what you hear and what you feel in this one day. And you do your best in this day. You help and you work and you struggle and you love and you rejoice and you celebrate and you hope one moment at a time, one day at a time. And I promise you, it gets easier. Each day, you're growing, they're growing, things are changing, you're all learning. So be kind and patient with your family, but most of all, with yourself. With yourself. Take deep breaths. It's going to be okay. It's going to be a challenge. And you're going to need all that endurance. But you belong to your family. And they belong to you. And you're going to do this together. I'm cheering for you. I'll see you tomorrow.